0: Hi, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I'm your host, Abigail Gazda. All right, so we are going to go ahead and get started. I would like to start by welcoming all of you hearts. Welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And you guys, I just want to welcome, I'm I am so excited to have Dave Kienhast on here. Uh, Prepare for about a five-minute intro, Dave. (laughs)
1: Nice. Um,
0: Guys, so... Dave Kinehas has been coaching people, amazing people for the last seven years, since 2011. He's an avid surfer and he lives in Encinitas, California. Uh, He's also, I think he's already done it. He's into kundalini yoga, so he's been training to become a master at that, just to further teach people and impact as many people as as possible in a really authentic way and to further share his message and his gifts. And, you know, that's the the formal intro, but I got to totally jump in here. Here and (laughs) share who Dave is because, oh my goodness, he is just simply amazing. And I met Dave uh, a couple years back at this point, right? And
1: at least three years ago.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy how fast things go. But right. at this point, you know, it's so funny because every couple of months, either you <clears throat> can count on hearing from me, or I can count on hearing from him about some harebrained idea or collaboration right. or opportunity. And this is just another one of them. And it's you know, it's amazing because. Um, you know, like attracts like, and I truly believe that he's an amazing human who's up to amazing things. And I just see that in him. And, um, when I, I actually got the opportunity, the privilege to be coached by him and we covered this I'll I'll share it a little bit further down, but we shared in his podcast, he has two podcasts, addiction and redemption And fascinating talks. And I was lucky enough to be on fascinating talks. And what we covered in some of that conversation was hiring coaches who are further down the path that you see yourself on. And that is my introduction and acknowledgement of Dave is Dave is walking the path that like, I just totally see myself on and he has led other amazing humans down their life journeys as well. But he inspired my move to California. He inspired so much of my coaching career and speaking career. And so, and podcast career. (laughs) So yeah, I can totally, I just want to like give you all the credit that is due to (laughs) you.
1: Wow. It's what I needed to hear. I was in the middle of telling myself what an asshole I was all day. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. Are we allowed to swear? Yes, you can. (laughs) Well, I'll try not to say it. No, no. It is really nice to hear that acknowledgement. Thank you.
0: Yeah, you bet. Isn't it funny how our inner critic totally trips us up?
1: Yeah, it's so funny. I had this brilliant coach today. Um, I I can get really rather nihilistic in my approach to life when I get in my stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, I can have, I'll cop the bad boy attitude sometimes like, the, you know, kind of thing, like the bad boy, whatever. And, yeah. and he just said to me, Dave, I'm sorry, but you care. Yeah, <laughs> He's like, you care. You care more than a lot of people uh, that I've, most people I know. So yeah. care or don't care, but don't pretend like you don't care or something yeah. along those lines.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And you know what, that's so much of who you are. And actually, I love that you share that because I've worked with a lot of people who Show up angry or pissed or right. frustrated. And a lot of times, if I listen to them long enough, I can totally hear all the passionate love that they have behind what right. they say. And so, what if the F drum? F bomb is dropped in there every once in a while. Like who you are is raw and real. And guys, if you haven't listened to his uh, podcast, addiction and redemption, I mean, that's what that is. It's just packed with what's really, you know, what he's dealt with and what a lot of people deal with and go through. But, you know, if you don't mind sharing a little bit about your journey, like I would love for our listeners to get to know, you know, where you've come from and how far you've come.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like, first of all, anything's possible. Like Hmm. it's like, uh, you know, I don't even, I don't, it's weird. I know I have an addiction podcast um, and you can go listen to addiction and redemption awakening to your hero's journey. There's 51 episodes um, so far. I think I'm going to wrap it up in like another one or two um, and just have it be done. Mm -hmm. But, um, but I I don't like to uh, be pigeonholed as like this addiction guy. Uh, um, even though I have the podcast, but, but that being said, like I'm coming just cause like a lot of people have had me a guest on a podcast and it's, it's kind of like, I'm all of a sudden on this Oprah interview being drilled <laughs> about, no. you know what I mean? No. Not, I'm not talking about you, um, yeah, yeah. but, um, and that's not really how you were coming off, but, um, but yeah, I mean, I'm coming up on 11 years. Uh, it'll be 11 years on Monday sober, like 11 years ago, I was climbing out to, 11 years ago, I checked myself into a detox center on the west side of Chicago. Yeah. Uh, not the west side of Chicago, the far north side of Chicago. Um, that was just this nasty, disgusting, government-funded rubber sheet. I'm not exaggerating. It had rubber sheets, yeah. um, rubber pillowcases, um, just crackheads and crack whores, and I was one of them. Um, and I actually climbed out the window of that place on the 10th and had my last drink um, on June 10th. And so that's why my sobriety date would be June 11th. Um, and so that's how insane I was. I mean, I was so insane that I was locked up in an instant, basically locked up in an institution, in a detox center told by a judge that if I got caught again, I would go to prison Mm -hmm. and still with doors locked, still managed, right. To escape from that place, steal some liquor. I didn't steal it. I bought the liquor from a, um, a liquor store down the street, snuck it back in. And um, it, like, that's that, I mean, that was my life. You know, that, yeah. that was, and it made perfect sense as it was happening. I was like, oh yeah, why? Well, why wouldn't you do this? And, mm. and I'm in there with a bunch of sick people. I mean, I, I know I use some profanity mm. at the beginning of the call, but it's kind of like I was in there. I mean, I was in there with some sick bucks. I mean, yeah. really <laughs> just, there's not a, there's not a better word to describe how I was or how they were. And I was like the sickest one of all of them. Yeah, well, that's, I'm the no one, no one else had the, the nerve to do that, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, um, and so then, yeah, it just kind of, then June 11th, some, something happened on that morning when I woke up and clean and sober became something I wanted. It just all of a sudden became something I wanted a little bit more than, than the, than the alternative. And, um, yeah. And from there, it just kind of like it, one day at a time it's 11 years later, you know, and it's, and it's not like, uh, Recovery is a huge part of my life, but it's not, I don't identify with it. You know, yeah, totally. It's not like I don't, my identity is not, it's a rather, I mean, it's an an anonymous thing. It's a personal thing. Yeah.
0: I was actually, I was going to like celebrate that because that's not who I know you to be. I know more of you through that podcast, because as I know you here and now, I know that you're a coach, you're a surfer dude, you're, (laughs) and all of the things above, but really to look at that, I mean, there's just so many people fighting some type of battle along the lines and you have come first off, happy 11 year anniversary coming up very soon here. So congrats. And like gone from there. To now like share a little bit about your coach's journey because now you're all you're like kundalini master. Like we no,
1: mean journey. I yeah, I don't know if there's a such thing as a kundalini master. Maybe. <laughs> I'm making it up. But no, <laughs> I hear you. No, I hear you. Um no, I'm I'm just um yeah, I'm a uh I'm a cer so it's like, you know, as a coach, like a life like a real life coach, I was I got so pissed off. Like I went to this this event last night and you know, this just you just your typical networking event and you know how those things are. You got a group of struggling entrepreneurs all in a room together, trying to <laughs> pretend that they're not terrified or put on yeah. some sort of facade. Yeah, um, to make it. <laughs> yeah. And, and, um, and I've been those people and, you know, it's, it's fine. But, but the guy, the speaker, you know, this multi bazillionaire gets up and he does this like sales pitch type of thing. And he goes, I'm not a life coach. I don't know how to make you feel good. <laughs> and I'm like, but that's, you know, I just, I just like, That's a life coach does not make a person feel good. That's not what a life coach does. Like a life coach is a person that supports an other person in living into a very, very full expression of who they are, the Mm -hmm. fullest expression of who they are. And Mm -hmm. that very often means challenging aspects of a person's of who a person thinks they are that make the person very, very unhappy. Very, yeah. very, very happy and yeah. unhappy enough to hang up the phone on you or fire you or decide yes. not to work with you anymore.
0: Yes. You know, I want to pause you there because like what part of my introduction of of you was like a kick you down, pick you up kind of coach. Yeah. Like, because I, I very vividly remember there's a day, you know, is January of whatever year and um, you're like, Abby, you are not coachable. Like I'm mm-hmm. resisting everything you're telling me. Yeah, and. you weren't. Yeah. No, you just like needed to say what was needed to be said. And right. you actually redirected my entire life in that moment.
1: Yeah. And, and that's going to sting, you mm-hmm. know, when you, no, when you, when you bring a client's bullshit right up and you just show <laughs> it to them in the, in the most matter of fact way possible, it does not make them feel good. Yeah. Uh, It's our job as coaches to stand for human beings to become all they can be. And that's got to start by showing them who they're not, who they think they are, but they're not. And so, you know, I bring that up because um, my life, you know, in order to be a good life coach, you have to have an amazing life. Like Mm -hmm. don't ever hire a life coach whose life doesn't just kick major ass. Or, you know, if it's not kicking ass, they need to be in process around the parts that aren't working.
0: Mm -hmm. They They
1: need to know what is going, like for me, the last kind of, Final bastion for me was like figuring out what's up with me in relationships. I have a girlfriend now, and I had to like just look at some shit I didn't want to fricking look at to (laughs) to have that manifest. But it was like I was in process around it, so at least I could explain to a to a client maybe why, where in my process I was, if they weren't convinced that my life wasn't handled. Does that make sense? Oh, totally. And, And so when you talk about the surfing and the kundalini and the coaching, like. That's just me being me. Yeah. Like my job, like it was funny because today I actually had to make myself go surfing today. Mm. And, and I, you know, I was a Lake Michigan surfer and we don't get many waves on Lake Michigan. And when we do, we run and grab our boards. And I yeah. mean, it doesn't matter how cold it is, we'll jump in that water. And I mean, like little kids. And today I had to kind of force myself
0: yeah.
1: to go. But that's like, um, and of course it turned out it was amazing. It's just getting the board in the car and going. But if you'd have told me that 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 would be my relationship to surfing a few years ago that I'd have to force myself to go. Yeah. Um, I would have laughed, but my point in sharing that is that I love surfing so much that it was coaches who were like, Dave, well, dude, why don't you move to the, like you say you want to move to the West coast. Are you going to talk about doing it or are you going to do it? Yeah. You know? And so it's like, well, it's my job to be Dave. To the fullest extent that Dave can be, Dave loves to surf. Dave talks about surfing all the time. Dave talks about moving to the West Coast to surf all the time. Is it time for Dave to move? <laughs> and then it was like, damn it, I got to move, and that was not yeah. easy. Yeah. And that's that was a that was I had to mourn. I mean, when I left Chicago, I mourned. Yeah. I mourned. I yeah. grieved. It yeah. was not easy. I mean, you know what I'm talking about.
0: Oh my gosh, I do. Yeah. Yeah,
1: it was brutal, and so. Um, that's that was a fundamentally transformational process for me. And that's what we as coaches do. We facil- And now I'm moving into kundalini yoga. And that's like, this, this is blowing my mind, this mm. stuff. It's really just a, I'd love to talk more about it a little here down the road, but sure. later in the call. But that's just me. This The universe presented this thing to me and it resonated with me. I felt a vibration, a resonance with my soul, mm-hmm. just like I do with surfing. And now that's just, I'm being me in this new and more expanded way. And that's what our job as coaches is, is to discover how we can be bigger, bigger versions of us so that we can support our clients in becoming bigger versions of them.
0: Yeah. Amen. And, you know, I really have to, tie it into the the podcast. It's hearts unleashed. It's, it is to celebrate that. And, you know, you said something along the lines of being the most Dave, being the best Dave that you can be in what Dave says, Dave does. And that is like, what the by, by way of us doing that is what the coaches do. And so it's really incredible because you are a shining example of truly just honoring who you are, what you are and what you want to do and then inspiring others to do that. So it's just so cool because I really relate to what you said. You've got to have your shit together. You've got to be creating your best life in order to cause other people to cause their best life. And so your heart unleashed looks like you surfing, you living in California, you, um, you know, doing the Kundalini yoga. And so what do you say to others who are resistant? Because what you said there is actually the piece of it that I want our listeners to get hearts unleashed. Like we make it look great because we choose amazing lives. Like once we start to honor what's within us and it looks cool because you're doing your dream life. However, you mourned Chicago, mm-hmm. and so I want to like kind of tap into that conversation because a lot of people think it's all you know sunshine and rainbows, but behind the scenes, we're really doing the work to let right. go of some stuff that we truly either love or are significant about.
1: Right? No, totally. I mean, I come off. Uh, people think I'm some sort of. I mean, I'm rather. I'm pretty authentic in um, yeah. how I express myself, but but I do come off as more like kind of a positive force in the yeah. world, but. I've clawed myself through some of the gnarliest, most negative, most hateful, most venge, just most raunchiest yeah. experiences and raunchiest feelings and yeah. just um just just working through all of my anger and stuff from childhood and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It's just not always it hasn't even been remotely pretty. I mean, you and I went through um a very transformational program mm-hmm. uh, called Accomplishment Coaching, where they, they, I mean, there were absolutely no punches pulled in that program <laughs> at all. No. You know, and um, the process of transforming from one experience to another experience and then ultimately having this, like, look at me, I'm this kind of Tony Robbins type of a person or whatever. You know, sometimes people make smart ass comments on my Facebook page about, yeah you know, what do you think of Tony Robbins or some shit? And it's like, yeah, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, or the worst, sorry, the worst is when you go to networking events and people make fun of life coaches and you just want to oh. punch them. I'm like, yeah, I'll fucking punch you yeah. to the listeners.
0: Oh, sorry. Man.
1: No, it's I'm funny. not losing your listenership. But my point is I have that really, like I could still get pissed off as a mofo. Yeah. But one of the, um, in order to, to in order to exp- and I would never punch anybody in the face at a networking event for the record. Um, <laughs> Uh, but in order to feel joy, to have a joyful existence, you need to feel all of the other feelings.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Joy doesn't just happen without you experiencing anger and sadness yeah. and grief and whatever else, you know what yeah. I mean?
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, I got to give Adam Sachs a nice. shout out. He was my coach during accomplishment coaching. Right. I was like, eh, uh, you know, in my stuff, whining, feeling all right. the feelings, whining you know, on and on. And he's like, Abby you have to have sadness. Like if you want all that joy, you got to have the sad. like you signed up for a full life. So you've signed up for a full range of emotions and it like, it it just stopped. I gave all my permission to have all my feelings. And like you said, you share them so authentically. So people get to see both sides of that. But I definitely want to share that with the listeners is like, just because we more often choose to deliver goodness or joy or bliss or the positivity doesn't mean we don't sort right. through that right. negativity.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I have kind of a, um, my, my relationship, I actually, it's weird cause I'm actually, I can honestly tell you, I'm a pretty happy person now, like genuinely, oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, um, and so my relationship to anger and sadness, it's not, it's more like this thing that I'll kind of choose to indulge in if the moment yeah. presents itself. Oh my gosh. And I then it's kind of like over, you yeah. know what I mean? But it's not like the baseline, but, yeah. um, I don't know. I think a lot of, I don't think a lot of people in the personal development field have walked all of those different, yeah. have experienced the gamut. And the thing about human beings is, I mean, there's just so many people walking around out there pretending everything's okay and they don't have the courage or they have too much pride. Mm. Um. And it's not their fault. It's like society and stuff, but like right. they don't have the courage to open up the conversation mm. with with someone else yeah. who can support them. I mean, I'm fully supported by two twelve-step communities. Yep. I currently have three coaches. Yep. And then I have a, a host of colleagues. Mm-hmm. That are all, br- I mean, all brilliant, and mm-hmm. I rely on them, and they rely on me. And there's a reason we're all happy <laughs> and yeah. well balanced, and we got our stuff figured out. And the parts of it that we don't have figured out, we're in okay. process around. Yes. And, and that's why we're able to look like positive forces in the world because we are because we've worked through this stuff and we're constantly getting supported and i just find it like to be the the silliest thing that people don't want to open up a conversation (laughs) about what's really going on
0: amen like yeah well what you were saying like the, the, the the fact that we won't share what's going on with us we are building our own prison walls by that we right. are stuck within ourselves and I love what you just pointed out. Three coaches, two 12-step communities, a, a slew of colleagues. Like at any given point, you can pick up the phone and get outside of yourself right. basically. And the support structure is so important and I think what you mentioned kind of like the way society sets that up for us is like um, we're supposed to have it figured out and we have to shine on like we right. do and we can't acknowledge that we don't.
1: Well, right. And, and here's the thing, like I- I don't need this stuff. I don't need to go to these meetings. I don't yeah. need to. I'd be yeah. fine. I would be okay without them at this point in my life. I don't need these coaches. Yes. I don't need any of this shit. Like I choose <laughs> I choose to have it in service of being a happier, more balanced, more well adjusted, more good, amazing person. Yes. So so and it's kind of like it's kind of like the jokes on everybody else <laughs> You're sitting there in this world that you've, this prison, like you said, this prison that you've constructed for yourself.
0: Yeah. Well, I want to tap into what you said. I don't need this.
1: I don't right. need this. shit. Can you right.
0: please indulge in the conversation of fixing with us? Like, the, like when, when people come to coaching to anything right. as a fix, like what, what is that?
1: Well, yeah, unfortunately, um, when the majority of people reach out for coaches, they've got a problem. They've got Mm -hmm. something that's wrong and they think they need to fix it. And that's unfortunate because it's kind of like positive psychology. Like I, I, oh yeah, I have therapists too, you know, and I talk to my therapist now and it's not, uh, it's not save me from jumping off the bridge. I'm about to blow my brains out. It's like, I'm just really curious about what's going on with me right now. And I want your input and your feedback so that I can be better at being me, you know? and that very often requires me hearing things I don't necessarily want to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, res- you know, it often involves like me having parts that live inside of me that need to be soothed or spoken to or cared yeah. for or nurtured. And we all have these parts. Yeah. Unless you're a sociopath, you have these parts living inside <laughs> of you. Yeah. And, um, and uh, yeah, so coaching people come to coaching very often thinking like I've had so many clients or potential clients say, well, I don't want a therapist, but I'm like, well, why not go get one? There's nothing wrong with having a therapist. Like, mm. you know, like again, all the healthier people are supported, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and so people come to coaching needing, wanting to fix something. And it's cool. Cause if you're a good coach, you'll quickly be able to flip that one into a conversation about like, what's really possible for you. So a client might come in to a call uh, bitching about their job or their boss or whatever. And by the end of that call you've got them present to like create like leaving the job like they've always wanted to and creating that business or writing that book or being that fuller expression of who they truly are and that's what coaching really is it starts off as like help fix me i'm broken yep. and then all of a sudden it's like help me to live this amazing life like with you like help me move to you know you were you were dead set on living in whiting indiana forever <laughs> It's the funniest thing ever. You had so much whiting. I didn't think you'd ever leave. I, was convinced. I didn't think so either. I know. It was great. And it just took a couple of conversations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what's so interesting? It's like, and and you said it, and, and that's kind of what happened. Because until the month I moved, I didn't think so either. Right, and, right. Um, it just, this came out of my mouth last week. I was like, I was kind of sorting through coaching too. Still, I struggle with like trying to explain what the heck coaching is. right. right. And so- I got frustrated. and I go, I help people figure out what's going on with them. And right. you said something to that effect. It's I'm not fixing them. Right. It's like walking around in a dark room. Like I know there's a couch in here. I know there's a table. I know there's a, this and a, that. And right. all you have to do is like flip the light switch on. Right. And, right. and all of a sudden you can see everything so clearly. And like right. when you, to have a couple conversations with you about what's going on within me, I'm like, oh my God, it's time to move to California. Right. You
1: know, right. things
0: have become so, so obvious and they right. it's nothing actually well,
1: new. No, totally. And it's not always pretty. I mean, I've had a, yeah. you know, I've, I've coached a couple people right into divorces. Yeah. yeah. You know, and it's, it just, it just became, it just, you know, I had a client a while back that he was always late and it turned into like, well, this is actually years ago, but it turned, it turned into why are you late all the time or what's up with your relationship to time? And it turned yeah. out as. His wife's always nagging him, and that's what's making him be late. And then that, all of a sudden, we're in this big, deep, crazy conversation about the nature of his relationship. Yes. And you know, now they're not married anymore, and he's in a healthy relationship with someone who's better for him. Yeah. And so yeah. that's 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 what coaching is. Yeah. You know, it's like, and and it's not. I I didn't tell him to do anything. I didn't make him do anything. He, yeah. it, just, it just became very obvious to him what he needed to do. It just became mm-hmm. painfully obvious. And yeah. then it's our job. Okay, well, do you want me to hold you accountable for that? Because I, I, I don't care what you do. Yeah. Would you like me to hold you accountable for this? Or do you want us to drop it and to move on to the business stuff that you hired me for? It's like, right. no, I think I want you to hold me accountable to it. Yeah. And so I always refer to it as the big conversation. We invite people into the big conversation.
0: Yes, you know know, it's so. You just pointed to it because so how many people come to a coaching call waiting for you to tell them what to do? Right. No, we're not consultants either. On the other side of therapy, we're not consultants. And you know, I often tell people, just I don't have your answers. Right. You do, and you just said it too. Is like, would you like me to hold you accountable for what you say you want? Right. Then we can get into that action
1: right and that's where they get clients get angry at you when <laughs> like, you're holding them accountable for the thing they said they wanted
0: you remembered what i said damn yeah me. i
1: know it's, it <laughs> happened to me yesterday with one of our brilliant colleague a woman by the name of marita and i had forgotten about it for like three calls yeah. you know like it was almost like i'd forgotten that i'd asked her a month ago and then she brought it up and i was like damn you Yeah, you know but um anyway that's,
0: that's yeah. amazing And, you know, um, I wanted to, I want to ask you because we have a lot of people, this whole podcast is to celebrate people who are living their hearts unleashed and you are someone doing that. And you've been doing that now for at least seven years, coaching and growing and evolving Mm -hmm. in this. What do you have to say to people who are listening, who are still in their beginning stages of entrepreneurship, or they have a cause that's really deeply rooted in their heart? And looking for that permission or that something to really move forward.
1: Well, it's, um, one of the catchphrases is let your vision make your decision. Mm. Choose from your commitment. Yes. Choose from the thing that you want, right? Choose from your future. And what people do is they choose from, they choose from their circumstances and you know you and I like we're not perfect at life so this happens with us all the time Totally, you know like it just happens it's life but we need people to reflect to us like that we're not choosing from our commitment and you know like i I mean I can't speak to an entrepreneur that's creating like the next big company like the next Apple or anything but for the coaches it's like send out invitations on Facebook to people and invite them to have a conversation with you and when they ignore you which they will <laughs> don't get all butthurt about it and then wait until the next person that you think might benefit from talking to you comes along and send them a message. And after you send a a few of them, someone will say, yes, that's all you have to do. I mean, that's it. You know, there's, these coaches in particular, they will sign up for these coaching masterminds of the client secret attraction, client secrets or whatever. And they'll pay these coaches, in my opinion, I mean, I don't, I don't have a, a, the the most favorable opinion of the, those types of coaches that prey on coaches. Mm, gotcha. um, that's just my opinion. I don't want to indulge it too much because it could get really snotty really fast, but <laughs> um, all it takes, you know, for a coach to become successful is to just have regular, get into regular conversations with people and to really kind of live on the edge of um, their comfort zone. And that's, for me, it still scares me to send Facebook messages to people. It still freaks the crud out of me. And, um, but yesterday I woke up and I did my morning Kundalini practice and I, I was so inspired. I was so connected to the universe and this guy popped through on my Facebook newsfeed, scary, scary guy from childhood, scary guy. You know, he's right there talking about entrepreneurship before I had time to analyze the fact that I was inspired. I sent him the message and he said, yes, let's talk. Yeah. And so, there you go. It can be that simple, you know, and, and all entrepreneurs, it's really um, there's another one of my catchphrases is inspiration plus integrity equals infinity. Mm. And so we get inspired. That's just like a little nudge from God saying, Hey, go do this. Yeah. And what we do is we get inspired and then we, then our doubt creeps in, then our fear creeps in, then our I can't do it creeps in, then our this creeps in, then our that creeps in and blah, 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 blah. And then, and then we don't um, take any action.
0: And in, in your own personal journey, for you, like you, all those things start to creep in. What's the biggest one for you? What have you had to truly give up in order to have the life that you have?
1: Um, and I'm still working on this. Um, I've had to give up this nihilistic attitude that I don't care, I don't give a ass, I don't give <laughs> a- <say> it. <laughs> yeah, I don't, but I don't give a fuck. And it's, uh, a coach said to me. Uh, I think I, I, did I already mentioned this today? I think I did, but a, a, a coach, brilliant coach said to me today, this guy named Carlos, he said, Dave care or don't care? Yeah. And so I've had to give up this notion that I don't care. Yeah. Cause I do care. And so that led to like today, I just, I um, I just decided to have a different day today. Cause I've been in a little bit of a slump and I just decided to have a different day today. And I I went out and booked for um, interviews for my podcast. Cool. and sent out some facebook messages and made a little video on facebook and went surfing and did all you know what i mean did all yeah. my did my yoga and that's a day and then I'm, I'm able to like look in the mirror at the end of the day and say i spent today caring yeah i spent the day caring
0: yes man like it, it's so great because all out of one like that powerful choice first off a powerful reflection by your support yeah. Center, so oh like, yeah
1: hey, exactly you're
0: in your shit you're trying to hide out or do whatever. And then you, you actually took the coaching, which is like amazing. I I know you have totally have all those capacities, but like for our listeners who maybe haven't had an experience with coaching, when someone makes a powerful reflection, like you totally have this opportunity to choose your new day in an instant, which is what they did. And then causes action. Right. Yeah. And then um, one other thing I wanted to ask is like, you're talking about stepping or um, have your vision, create your decision. You have done been doing a lot of work into your future with phenomenological coaching. Oh yeah. Can you share that one with us? I had to slow down to say that one.
1: Yeah, phenomenological. It's it's just, who are you as a phenomenon? Who are you as a phenomenon on the planet? Because we're all some sort of phenomenon. Yes. Right? And it's just... It's like some, it sounds like this fancy, sexy term, but it's really just, when you really just think about it, you're a phenomenon. So like, I just saw a video on Facebook of a tornado in Wyoming. That's a phenomenon. Yeah. And we're all a phenomenon. We're yes. all, we're all this, this swirling experience of consciousness. Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. And um, and yeah. And so that's what, what we're the phenomenological coaching is about Um, getting a person present to the phenomenon they are. Yeah. And then what's the phenomenon you want to become? Mm. Right. So like, I'm in i I'm in a transformational process right now where I'm one thing and I'm becoming this new thing and I'm resisting to becoming the new thing. And mm-hmm. I actually just figured it out today. Like the new thing is really just about caring because yeah. when I care and I have this gift to offer people that is me, it makes it very easy, mm-hmm. very easy to be unattached just I, I, I care about, I called a treatment center in uh, Las Vegas, or I called a buddy of mine that works at a treatment center in Las Vegas. And I told him I'd like to go out there and teach Kundalini yoga to the poor recovering drug addict people. Cause I care. Yeah. And maybe they'll pay me a little bit and maybe they're not, but it's ultimately about caring. Yeah. And then that of course is going to put me into contact with people that I might be able to coach and make money from someday, but it's not when the, when the, when it's all about service and just being of, of caring, yeah, This makes it really easy. It's like, where's the next place I can give a rat's ass versus pretend, <laughs> versus pretend I don't.
0: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Cause you, know? you do, you might as well channel it, harness it and use it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and I, I say that too, with a lot, pretty, I mean, every one of my clients and a lot of my talks too, when I'm out at a workshop, I, I get real serious about the gift that people are right? because we, you're a phenomenon. Like right. you are a gift and you're irreplicable. Like I get so fired up about that one because I really wish, like, like I wish for people that they get the gift that they are. And I actually want to credit you because you were the first person that asked me that. You're mm-hmm. like, do you get the gifts that you are? And I, I had never really considered it. And so I don't, I actually like just re realized that you were that person.
1: <laughs> oh, nice.
0: <laughs> a year ago or whatever. Uh, it's just so beautiful
1: though. Well, but that's the, I'm sorry, go on. Maybe no,
0: no, it's okay. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. And that's the, the, the reason so many coaches struggle yeah. is because they forget they're a gift.
0: Yeah. Like they
1: have a couple of weird reactions to people saying to, to them, people, they tell people they're a coach, they, people give them a weird reaction and they have a weird reaction to that reaction. And then they forget they're a gift and then they quit. That's why 90% plus or more coaches don't get anywhere. It's because they forget they're a gift yeah that we have this gift to give to people.
0: And I just like, want to expand it too like anyone really like you're a gift at your job. You're a gift as a mother, you're a gift as a father and a son. Like all of those things. And we really do when people have an opinion about it, right. we get weird. And it's like, then all of a sudden we forget the core of who we are. And so I love that we're landing on this message just because I want everyone in the world to hear this. That's the point right. of hearts unleashed period is that people get the gift that they are. And then they go ahead and give themselves permission to deliver it. So right. yeah, really powerful stuff. And so just to go ahead and begin to like, wrap this thing up. I just want to ask, what do you see possible if everyone truly accepts the gift that they are and hearts are unleashed everywhere?
1: I don't even know. I know a few people that um you know there's a coach, Linnell Harris, who we know. Oh yeah. And he he is he's just I'll talk about a phenomenon. Yes. I mean and he he's brilliant he's a brilliant coach. He's a brilliant man. He's a brilliant African American man. Yeah. And he's a stand for his community for that. He's the stand that that community needs. Yeah. And he puts in the work. Yeah. That's necessary to realize these dreams. And it's kind of like, I work very closely with him. I start to see what's really, I mean, really possible when you Mm. you really get your gift. (laughs) You know, we're talking about, I mean, terrifying possibilities, honestly. Yeah you know yeah. um and and that's when i think when people really get their gifts it's kind of, it kind of freaks them out totally you know totally.
0: yeah that yeah. is the other side of that spectrum is whoa i don't, i don't even believe myself to be that big Right. Yeah. So thanks for bringing that up too, because man, and I love that to ask that question. And Linnell Harris is the guy who shows up in your mind, like spot on. He is a powerhouse.
1: Yeah, it's a powerhouse. I mean, he's just a person that gets his gift and shows up and gives it every day. And that's, and like, I'm just not that hard of a worker personally. (laughs) I'm just not, I never will be. Yeah, you know, and I don't plan on being, and that's fine. Yeah. And that's, but, um, but still I can get my gift and give my gift in my own way. You just like you give your gift in your way.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, the problem is with a lot, so many of the coaches that I know that we know is that they forget their gift.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know? Yeah. If you give your gift to enough people, offer it to enough people, you'll get paid for it.
0: Yeah. You Amen. know, yeah. So. And keep developing it and growing it and like totally evolving it. Cause it shows up so different every time. Like when I started coaching, I had no idea I was about to become an author. Like right. that never occurred to me. And so, yeah, it evolves too, as you grow and you peel back all the layers of who you are. So yeah. Thank you. Thanks for taking a look at what's possible there. Um, yeah. anything you'd love to leave our listeners with today?
1: No, <laughs> just, uh, it's not true. Um, I mean, like I said at the beginning, anything's possible.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm living proof that anything's possible. If you listen to my podcast, mm. um, the Addiction Podcast, and you just listen to the fifty episodes, um, or just pick a few of them, I mean, you'll—that's all the proof you need. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm a—I'm a convict. I forget this. I'm a convicted felon. I, <laughs> I don't even—I forget this. I don't even remember. You're a who? What? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like what? And it's never mattered. Yeah. 'Cause I chose to not let it matter. Yeah. You know, and you could get in a whole you could get into a whole big political hullabaloo about, <laughs> you know, like unfair this or that or drug policy or blah 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 blah. Or you know, or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yes. and it's and, and I'm not it's got nothing to do with the color of my skin or any of that because I know I know plenty of people. Yeah. Who've put their lives back together from dirt. Yep. In they in, the, in the recovery community. I'm speaking about the recovery community. I know plenty of people yeah. that cleaned up their acts and got something greater than them working with them and for them and through them. And they never had a problem ever again. Yep. Ever. Yep. And yep. from all walks of life and all races and all whatever's. Mm-hmm. So it's I mean the number, I can't even the examples I have are too many to count. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really just kind of like that's anything is possible.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I just love to, I want to just like piggyback off of that is if you are living with a passion, especially again, I mentioned it in the beginning, like I meet so many people who show up in anger and frustration about the way that things are wishing they were different. And I simply just like want to remind them the gift that they are, anything's possible. And you specifically you who care so much about it can be the one to cause the difference about it. Right. And so, and yeah, totally, man. Anything is possible and anything is possible working with you. I am your number one testimony. I'd love to stand in for for you. So how can people find you? How can they coach with you? What's, what's the jig?
1: Honestly, Facebook's probably the easiest way to find me. <laughs> just go to keenest coaching, K E H N A S T coaching, or just friend me. Yeah. Um, or email me, Dave, if you want to get more, like professional email me dave at dave keenest it's d-a-v-e-k-e-h-n-a-s-t dot com i have a new idea for a new company name but i'm not i'm going to keep it to myself for now awesome Um, that's easier to remember because my name's really come confusing sounding to people but um yeah that's it just you know send me an email facebook me get in touch with me somehow
0: Perfect. And hearts, you can count on me linking all of this up. So I will be tagging Dave. I will be sending you all of the links to find him because he is amazing. He will transform your life. There is no doubt about that. And he will have you believing in the phenomenon that you are. Dave, I just want to acknowledge you for being on here. You are an absolute pleasure to know. You are a joy. You are hilarious. And you are all of the things. And honestly, you're phenomenal.
1: Thank you, Abigail.
0: Thank you. You have a great one. You too. You have been listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast brought to you by Outer Peace Clothing Company. Some of the softest, most comfortable, stylish, and inspirational clothing you will ever put on. Peace Within becomes Outer Peace. And Outer Peace shows up as Hearts Unleashed.